0: Mindedly. I did this one myself.
1: Quality shows,
0: right? I like to think so. We've got limited bed space, you know that. Well, why doesn't somebody tell them that up at the front? They keep shooting each other like we got beds for everybody.
2: So this is
1: the entire mash personnel here in their blood type.
0: Very terrific. Take two splints out of petty cash surprising how many of us have blood, isn't it? Well, it's not so hard if you stay far enough behind the lines.
3: Radar? Why would I want to, you pull the the to pull a pass- sir? Would you stop saying what I am thinking? One of us has to. Hey guys, it's time for another episode of MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm Kenny, and I'm here today with my good buddies, Al. Aloha. Meds. And gentlemen... And we have two very special guests We have Harry
4: Hello guys
3: And Joyce Hello And today we're going to be discussing Season 1, episode 11 Called Germ Warfare It's directed by Terry Becker Written by Larry Gilbart Production code is J304 And the original air date is December 10th, 1972
1: Try not to move You've bought enough
0: shrapnel in your backside To use it as a doorstop Let's watch our language, shall we, McIntyre? Uh, Frank, I'm sorry about that, but you know how it is. War is heck. What have you got against writing intelligibly? If I could have done that, I'd have become a lawyer.
5: Guest stars in this episode is Patrick Adiart He's back as Hojohn. We have Timothy Brown as
6: Spearchecker Jones. And Byron Chung as POW. He also appeared as Mr. Pike in four episodes of Lost.
5: Oh, uh. Uh, Adisa Cleveland's back
3: as Lieutenant Ginger Baylis. Of course, we have Bob Goodwin as Boone.
6: Karen Phillips as the incomparable Lieutenant Dish.
4: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir.
3: Radar! Here, sir. Damn it! Radar, how many times have I told you not to come in here before I call you? Well, I don't like to be late, sir. Late? How can you be late if you come in here before I even know I want you? Ours is not to question why,
1: sir. What? Why? What? What? You Are wanted you... these transfer orders, sir? No, I want the transfer orders. Yes,
0: sir.
6: Now, the plot of this episode is kind of fun. Hawkeye and Trapper move a North Korean POW patient into the swamp rather than have him shipped out early. They discover that the POW has a rare blood type, AB negative, I believe. Since Frank has the same blood type, they furtively steal some of Frank's blood in the night. However... When the patient develops hepatitis, they suspect Frank is the carrier and have to keep him away from Margaret and the patients.
1: Frank! Hold it up. Hey, how do you feel, pal? Feel? Me? Yeah. What's the gag?
0: There's no gag. We're interested in your health. Oh, come on. Frank, listen. you uh, Are you eating all right? I mean, do you have any signs of fatigue or anything? None. Why are you my sleep was off a bit last night. I had this weird dream. Yeah, what was it? That I was a soda with a big straw sticking in me.
3: So let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Why don't you start us off, Mads? yeah i like this episode
5: um it's uh, a bit of a farce all the way through um it's almost you could imagine it being on a stage um especially with trying to keep frank and margaret apart um i like the way that frank shows his um his you know his severe army side that he thinks that um or because it's a pow he should be you know left in the the you know uh, shipped off
0: this man's north korean right first time Oh, well, you better tell the MPs to have him transferred to the POW section. Time, Frank, time. We just got this kid out of shock. He's got multiple lacerations. You stick him in the clink, he's liable to kick off. Well, that doesn't look that bad to me. Look, whatever he needs, he can get it at the next stop. I'm sending him out.
5: As mm-hmm. uh, Hawk and uh, Trapper Bean... You can see that the, the, they are true doctors, not, they're not army. And they, their attitude is, uh, which turns up quite a few times actually in MASH, that uh, a patient is just a patient. It doesn't matter who they are, where they come from, whose side they fight on their job, and their uh, their you know, motto is to save lives. Um, mm-hmm. Love the way they they keep Frank and Margaret apart. Uh, it's good to see Margaret back after having a missing from the last episode. And um, I like it. I think it's a I think it's a nice episode. It's um it's better than the last one, which is which is good. Um and uh, good good acting from um uh, Larry Linville again. Um as I know sometimes we always forget how good an actor he is. We mentioned on the last episode about uh, McLean Stevenson being being such a good actor, yet um, Larry does does pull a great uh, a, a great show in this one
3: mm-hmm. definitely how about you harry
4: um for 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 the main main part i, I really like, liked that episode i think it's it, it's it's a really well well written episode the on, the only thing that i don't quite buy is at when when hawkeye and frank have the argument about the P.O.W. Hawker says he stays. Hawker is the chief surgeon. The argument is over. Mm. Frank being GI, he isn't supposed to 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 go to go and bother Henry with it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> but with this series they don't tend to go by Yeah, they don't the rules ro- of the, the real they army. They don't because,
4: go go by the, by the rule. Yeah. They the, that's why why why, it's, why it somehow works and, and 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 otherwise you wouldn't have a blog.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> half these people would be court-martialed for the things they. Yeah, do, I don't know if it was real army. So I mean, yeah, it's just part. It's it's convenient for story that they.
4: And and the thing I just I just laugh is Frank's lines. How can it be closed? The oh, the, latrine. the latrine we are redecorating. Oh, the latrine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. The, I just love that line. That's a great line. Yeah, yeah. Good
0: morning, <laughs> sir. What are you doing? Get this thing
1: out of my way. I'm sorry, sir, this is closed. Closed? How can it be closed? We're redecorating.
0: What kind of nonsense is this? It's...
1: Oh, we're just trying to brighten up our lives, sir. We had many complaints that the latrines lacked any sort of aesthetic quality whatsoever, and it's essential that we show the Koreans democratic plumbing in action.
0: Does the colonel know about this? Well, of course
1: he does, sir. He signed the papers himself.
0: Well, what are we supposed to do until the grand reopening? Well, if
1: you just step this way, sir, we have temporary officers' arrangement right over here.
6: How about you, Al? what do you think? I, I I really enjoyed this episode, and uh, speaking to um, to harry 's uh, comment um, yeah, Frank is not the, the chief surgeon, but he 's uh, a higher ranking um, officer there, so in a case like this, they have a, a prisoner of war, and it is their duty to turn the prisoner of war over to the authorities, uh, so you know, that sure way they were going doesn 't he need to be alive? Uh, as long as he's patched up, that that's really all that matters. He doesn't have to be in, uh, in great condition. As long as he's breathing and he's not in imminent danger, then uh, it shouldn't have been a problem. Um, and, and I just love how uh, you know they took it to Henry. And uh, Henry at first supports Frank and he wants to ship the, the POW out. And then uh, Hawkeye and Trapper get to him by telling him, you're turning real army.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Give me 24 hours before you ship him out. No. One day, as opposed to 24 hours. Henry, you're turning into a regular army clown before our very eyes. (sighs) Yeah. All right, take all the time you want. You mean it? Just get him out of the post-op.
6: That was pretty good. And, um the uh i think it was the day after uh they drew frank's blood in the middle of the night uh, hawkeye runs into uh radar as radar's leaving the mess tent and radar's got that big giant tray full of food and hawkeye says something that i'm not quite sure i understand He's, he he says you have a hunt breakfast there
0: i see you ordered the hunt breakfast
3: the hunt breakfast what is Forget it again it so what is a hunt breakfast? You know, I don't know. I was going to ask you I don't you guys have that. a clue. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I have that in my notes. Uh, Radar with his giant pile. Because every time Radar is in the mess tent, especially in these early episodes, he always has a huge amount of food. Right. Like, you know, like the growing boy. But yeah, I don't know what that means. Maybe one of our listeners knows that reference and they can email us.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: You can tell, um, us tell us why.
6: And I also think this is really the very first time that we see the depth of, uh, of Hawkeye's uh, love for everybody, really. He didn't care that the, uh, that the patient was a North Korean. Uh, he just knew that this was somebody who needed more care.
0: Get him out today. I don't think so. Look, don't make me get unpleasant. I can't improve on nature, Frank. He goes. He stays. Uh,
6: mm-hmm. And then we see that theme play out more out throughout the series.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and there is an episode
4: where where, where Haw- Hawkeye actually states states that to Frank once they come in here, the uniforms come off.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's very very cool. But yeah, that's definitely a characteristic of of Hawkeye. I the mm-hmm. yeah, I've
5: I've got your answer for the Hunt
3: Breakfast, if you'd like it. Oh, oh sure. yeah, go. Cool. OK, uh,
5: over here we do um, uh, fox hunting, and it's uh, it's either frowned upon or people love it. It's mainly done by the upper classes. Uh, but one aspect of the sport that's continued uh, through the years is called the Hunt Breakfast. Uh, this originated in the time of William the Conqueror. Um, basically, all it is, is uh, after a long day of following hounds and killing uh, innocent foxes, um, they uh, all retire to a, a great hall where there is a huge, vast meal and flagons of wine. And this, and uh, along with uh, hunting songs, would be sung. This would be called the hunt breakfast. That's oh, interesting. There you
3: go. Oh. It's, it's weird that they were bringing up a British term. <laughs> yeah, weird for this. That is, that's bizarre. But that's very cool. Very very cool, and it makes sense because it's all that food and mm. he's, you know yeah that that is cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Joyce, what do you think of this episode? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he didn't like she, it.
5: She, yeah, Joyce didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce, Joyce is really angry about this episode.
2: <laughs> see what happens when I get angry?
5: <laughs> you wouldn't like
6: her when she's angry. Mm. Hulk smash! <laughs> okay.
2: All right, let's see if I can say this without laughing. Um, I thought that Hawkeye's compassion for the Korean soldier was you know I mean it was just like the ethical thing to do in his um you know line of work. Um but it sh- also showed his um his character and I just really liked that. Um and I also thought that the antics that um Hawkeye and the rest of the um the cast did to keep Margaret and, and Frank <laughs> away from each other was really funny.
3: Yes, um, I love that yeah.
2: And then the third thing that um, that really stood out to me when Margaret was affectionately washing Frank's <laughs> hands, she rinsed her hands in the dirty water. I just thought that yeah. was kind of.
6: <laughs> well, she is a dirty, dirty hooker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right,
6: strong. <laughs>
3: uh, I actually I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, there were some a little bit far fetched things like. Uh, Them drawing blood from Frank while he was sleeping.
0: Good work, Igor. Very good. In the morning, he will be one of my brides. Mm -hmm. Shh! Not so loud, my count. Margaret. Mm -hmm. I think we struck dream. Oh, Frank, you're so strong. You're so big and strong get him too excited. We might start something we can't finish. You got enough? Almost. I want to put a head on it. This guy can sleep through anything. But then he gets a lot of practice while he's awake. How you doing? Full. One pint even. Should we check his oil while we're at it?
3: I don't care how much of a deep sleeper, if someone pokes a needle in you and starts drawing blood from you, you're gonna wake up. Unless they knock you out. Uh the fact that, you know, you know, it, they plug it, they pop in the, the needle, and there's this huge bottle they're filling up, and it fills up in like two seconds. <laughs> you know, Trapper pulls it up and he shows it. I'm like, wow, that filled up really quick. i give yeah. him blood, and it does not come out <laughs> of your body that fast.
6: We have a bleeder.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he was, you know, that, that he really was a sound sleeper, I mean, it's funny when it, you know, because they're always doing sight gags with them, but I don't know. That, that, that bothered me a little bit. And uh, I noticed that when Hawkeye was talking to Lieutenant Dish, you know, and he's having his little fantasy about her.
2: It's an awfully dirty look for so early in the day.
0: I just wanted to thank you for last night.
2: You weren't with me last night.
0: I was speaking for my fantasies.
2: You never quit, do you?
0: Well, in the absence of any real success with you in the Amur department, you have to allow me the odd fantasy or two.
2: having one right now, aren't you? Yeah. Is this a new one, or are you addressing me with your eyes
0: again? Well, if I did it with my hands, I'd get killed, right? Uh-huh. Not a bad way to go, really.
3: Uh, she's wearing a wedding ring, which I thought that surprised me, because first of all, I didn't know she was married, because she's auctioned off in the first episode, but... um. The fact that Hawkeye was going after a married woman, and again, it goes back to you know, Hawkeye normally d- doesn't do that. You know, his character, at least later on, he's you know, because when he finds out that there's an episode where he finds out that he, he finds out a girl that he likes is married, but she's really mm-hmm. not, but he thinks she is, so he backs off. Well, but, was
6: it a was it a wedding ring or an engagement ring? Because I'm that's, I, that's a good that's a, that's
3: a good question. It just was a big diamond on her wedding finger. Right. So you're right. It could it could have been an engagement ring, but still. I don't know again, it goes to show some characteristics of Hawkeye that I don't think they quite fleshed out. you know, yeah, that
5: could have been a continuity problem as well. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. so I just I found that interesting. And um, I think that's it for my notes. Yeah, it was a fun episode. it was it was enjoyable and you know not you know, it's one I can watch over and over again because it is enjoyable. And like Joyce was saying, I love the antics. I love that they set the teepee for uh, Frank.
6: This
1: is it? Well, there's more to it, sir.
3: You know, and and Mm -hmm. I love that they, you know, make Frank drink the beers and...
0: Okay, try this. Tastes all right to me? Well, that's not enough to tell. It's fine. Okay, try this one. Aren't they the same? Close your eyes. No monkey business. Come on. Now try this one. Now remember what that tastes like. Try this one. Now which one was stronger, the first one or the second? I'm not really sure. Okay, let's try the first one again. try the other one well what do you think i'll be right back
3: you know I mean, I kind of felt bad for Frank, and I very rarely feel bad for Frank. <laughs> but I kind of felt bad when he's walking through the through the camp with one shoe on and one shoe off. Yeah. he Kind of needs to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, he's just so cute and innocent. <laughs> but then I remember how horrible of a man he is, and I was like, okay, yeah, screw him.
6: Uh-huh. Well, so, th- can, can you guys appreciate the the fact that the that the uh, replacement bathroom is a TP?
3: Yes, <laughs> I, I did get that. Yes, very funny. But- <laughs>
4: there's more to it <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> I love that they just, they just take the bucket and throw it into the jeep
1: you got the full scan? I get the stuff to HQ Lab and sold wait for
0: the report and get back here as fast as I can or it's my butt sir alright good boy Right here.
4: yes
1: sir here okay, you go
3: <laughs> I'm like, if I was that driver, I don't know if I'd want a bucket of urine thrown into my Jeep. <laughs> then, you know?
2: Yeah, and one of the things I noticed about that, um, they're driving on all these gravel roads, and it's like, there isn't going to be anything left in that bucket by the yeah. time he gets there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you guys have anything else on this episode before we move on?
6: Oh, uh, no, I really enjoyed it. I'm nope, here. Cool.
1: Observe the female of the species. Seemingly calm and detached, her tiny GI bosom is beating wildly because she senses the presence of her frequent partner the notorious red-necked nose breather. Uh Uh-oh, the signaling process has begun. Eyeballs are exchanged and our khaki lovers do their famous where will we meet today, Ritual? It is almost impossible for the uninitiated to discern any connection between these two U.S. Army Majors. Yet, the trained observer will see that what these two officers have in mind is to arrange a bit of brass rubbing.
3: All right, let's go ahead and move on to our trivia. Yes, I know, you guys. Don't, you know, <laughs> calm down, calm down. So excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start with Harry. Oh, okay. Who describes himself as a growing boy with active glands?
4: I would say Hawkeye.
3: It is Hawkeye. Very good. All right, let's go ahead and go with uh, Al. How far along was BJ's wife in her pregnancy when he was drafted?
6: Uh, I think she was six months.
3: Eight months. So Eight months, close. Uh. Yeah.
6: Well, I very was doing good. the metric system.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Joyce, here's one for you. How does Colonel Blake's antique desk leave camp? Helicopter? Yep. Very, very true. Helicopter. That was in our, like, our, what, second episode, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, where they still is uh, his antique desk. All right. Here we go. Let's do one for meds. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Here we go. Oh, this will be. I don't know if you're going to get this one. This one might be difficult. Oh, no surprise Uh, there, then. (laughs) (laughs) Colonel Blake proposed to his wife on their first date. Where did he take her? Uh, A fishing trip? (laughs) That's a good guess, but no, that's not correct. Do you know Harry?
6: I'm not
4: sure about that.
3: Ice skating
6: oh see I was going to say oh. Outback Steakhouse
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did think of Steakhouse you know that was a weird thing I thought all right here we go mm. one for me Harry's going to read
4: in many of the early episodes Hawker finds himself lasting over a blonde na- nurse name her
3: looking at Dish <laughs> it's in your episode. Yes. all right, Yay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could have been any of them though because well I guess she is really the only blonde in the beginning Yeah. Well, besides Margaret. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we know he doesn't lust over her. (laughs) Well, maybe deep down, but... (laughs) All right, here's a question for our listeners. What changes Colonel Blake's mind about his love affair with a young college graduate? So the question again is, what changes Colonel Blake's mind with his love affair with a young college graduate? This is is one of those episodes where they actually focused on him, you know, kind of uh, his infidelity. Which I thought was cool. So, yeah, go ahead and email your answers to mash 4077 Podcast at gmail.com. All right, that's not too bad. I think the majority of us got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
0: I've been on fire all day, just the sight of you, and I want to do crazy things. Okay, where will we start? Oh, anyway. What
6: are you
1: doing here?
0: I'm taking a survey for the peeping times of America.
1: You foul-minded, dirty, sneaking Not spying! Not only that,
0: but Dish wants you in post-op on the double. Oh,
2: you haven't heard the last of this?
0: I bet I have.
3: Alright, let's move on to our behind-the-scenes. Uh, this is the last episode to feature Spearchucker Jones, and that's because the producers actually found out that there were no black surgeons during the Korea War. But I also heard that you know, to make more room, to more story for uh, uh, Trapper and Hawkeye that they they felt that three, you know, and Frank, that the fourth one was just too much or they just couldn't write enough quality stories for everybody. So they got, they asked, you know, got rid of him. And really,
5: he doesn't contribute an awful lot to the stories anyway, really. Yeah. he turns up and says the odd line, but he he does look like a spare, a spare peg, really.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And plus, if there are no black surgeons during the Korea War, then, you know, I mean, that's a huge continuity error, if that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know.
6: Well, you know, the beer cans that Frank is asked to drink from, uh, they were, they were modern-formed aluminum cans. But beer cans of this era were not actually made from aluminum. They had flat bottoms and had to be opened with a can opener. And the thing I found funny was that earlier on, uh, Trapper actually uh, used a can opener and, and poked holes into a beer can uh, in Henry's office. So I thought that was kind of weird.
5: And uh, I'd just like to point out for our British and European listeners that is aluminium.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you and your crazy language. <laughs> yeah. Damn Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare uh, This is the
5: third <laughs> uh, This is the third and last appearance by Bob Gooden as Boone, uh, the first being episode four.
3: Larry Gilbart wrote or co-wrote 38 episodes of M.A.S.H. He provided two other storylines and directed six episodes. His last episode, both as a writer and director, was episode 97.
6: Mm, and this is the first of seven appearances by Byron Chung as uh, various characters throughout the season. Uh, his last appearance is in episode 243.
3: Well, he was, he's been with him for quite some time.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, it's because he got lost on the island.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and there's, a, there's another thing about, about that episode mm-hmm. when Frank, when Frank is, 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 is having dinner, lunch, or whatever in the mess hall, he wipes his mouth, gets up, and leaves the tray on the table.
3: I noticed that too. I just thought that I thought, was I thought, what the hell? He's supposed to take it outside. <laughs> Do they not have waiters? No. Waiters to come and clean up after him? Busboys?
4: That's the army, not the navy.
3: <laughs> Ho, John. <laughs> that's right. Ho, John. He works in the mess hall. No, I I did notice that yesterday uh, when we were watching yesterday. Yeah. And I just, it struck me as being odd, but it didn't really, you know. I don't. Uh, he's an officer. Maybe the enlisted people are going <laughs> to clean up after him.
4: So they're too, too good to take the toys out.
3: Yeah, I guess. You guys have anything else on this episode? Uh, not me. no, no nah, not me.
4: nothing I can think of.
3: Nothing. Cool.
0: Sorry I couldn't meet you. I was sent on a wild goose chase. <sighs> so was I. Margaret, what's happening? They're jealous, all of them jealous of our, our fine, almost spiritual relationship. Oh, you're so right. They want to keep us apart because we're symbols of of what a decent man and woman can mean to each other, without the tawdriness that fills their sordid little affairs. Yes, yes. Take one step closer and I'll bite your chest right through your shirt. Oh, Margaret. Where can we go? I'll check the vegetable bins.
3: Frank, it's four thirty. We have to go on hospital duty. Eight whole hours before I can touch you. You can find Mash four oh seven seven podcasts all over the internet. Here's how.
4: You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash mash four oh seven seven
3: podcast. We're on Twitter at Mash four zero seven seven podcast
2: visit our website at www.mash4077podcast.com.
5: And we all contribute to a blog, which you can read at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And how about dropping us a line? Wouldn't you please?
6: You can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com.
3: All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Germ warfare. I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. I'm Al.
0: I'm Harry. And I'm Joyce. We'll be seeing ya. We think you might have hepatitis, Frank. What are you talking about? We took a pint of blood out of you last night. You
1: what? You took his what?
0: We drilled for blood, we gave it to the POW, and now he shows every sign of serum hepatitis. It takes weeks for such symptoms to appear. He probably came in here with it. Yeah, maybe. But who knows? Yeah. My gown, Major. You're not going in there, Frank. Oh, yes, I am. No, Frank, you're a walking bug factory. I'll deal with you two leeches after my
1: shift.
6: Hi, I'm Al.
2: And I'm Joyce. And we're huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans.
6: In fact, we love the place so much, we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House... We'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun.
2: And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation.
6: Check out Tales from the Mouse House
2: in iTunes. It's a world of-
5: Hello there, my name is Meds. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. Uh, all right. I mean, this is Mark. And we are the... present Mark. Alright, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. And we like to talk about... Crap. TV broadcasts between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we're already had a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the http colon forward slash forward slash... Waffleon.podbean.com Do not smile when I say the word colon
3: I'm not Hi this is Kenny And this is Jenny We're the hosts of Knights of the Guild The official fan podcast for the award winning web series The Guild
2: We're not like your typical fan podcasts.
3: Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of the Guild And take our listeners behind the scenes To share our fun and crazy times on set
2: We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of the Guild.
3: We keep you up to date on general Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew.
2: So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com.
5: We've done our introductions, Kenny.
3: Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll do take two. Hey guys, this is MASH 4077 Podcast. We're here for another episode. Oh, God. Okay, take three. (laughs) Okay, uh, guest stars in this episode
5: is. (laughs) Okay, uh, guest stars in this episode is uh, Patrick. (laughs) Adiart. It's Adiart, isn't it? Adiart.
3: And this is Larry Gearbolt. So you can find Nash4077.